0: Some 30 years ago, an unusual encounter took place between the Dalai Lama and a small group of Jewish scholars representing the four branches of Judaism. The session lasted for three hours. Many issues were covered, including the nature of God, revelation, reincarnation, and charity. But the question that seemed uppermost in the Buddhist leader's mind was survival. As his own Tibetan people had been in exile, as they still are, since 1959. The Dalai Lama said, We always talk of the Jewish people scattered in so many countries, speaking so many languages, yet continuing their traditions. What, he finally asked, is the Jewish secret of survival? Well, Rabbi Yitz Greenberg, the orthodox scholar answered, you've just learned one of the keys to Jewish survival, we disagree with each other all the time. At which point, reform rabbi Lawrence Kushner countered, no we don't. (laughs) The Dalai Lama just burst out in his signature joyful belly laugh. The Jewish paradigm for Respectful disagreement and honoring multiple perspectives is La Asuk beddi Torah to be engaged in words of Torah. This comes alive each Shabbat morning from nine to 10 with some 40 people gathered in the Temple Solel Library. Jewish survival goes much deeper than the current generation. The study of Torah is an intergenerational conversation, a back and forth, an experience that affirms Judaism as a living, evolving, reforming tradition. Within a given Torah portion, you can actually witness the human creative process in action, as we do this week in Aharei Mot although our ancestors probably didn't refer to their creative process as storyboarding, I imagine it had the same ingredients. You begin with an idea, you write it down unless of course you're a sculptor or a painter, you bring your idea to life by copying, transforming, combining stories, rituals, beliefs, and imagery that people are familiar with. You go through an editing, redacting process, and then you put it out into the world and see how it lands. Recently, a lone piece of parchment was discovered, and you're the first to hear of it. It was discovered in a clay vessel in a cave by the Dead Sea, a scroll yet to be dated. It happens to be a transcript recording a clandestine gathering of two friends, and two friends who, with a little chutzpah, well, I don't want to spoil it, will read read a few excerpts from the transcript, um, and to protect the family's reputations, we'll simply refer to the woman's voice as Tali and the man's voice as Rami.
1: We have a huge problem in our community. People of all walks of life give in to temptations of every kind. Our ancestors refer to these sins as chet, the Hebrew word meaning missing the mark, as an archer misses the target missing the mark by all the things we become addicted to. Money, sex, alcohol, drugs, and all the ways we destroy our lives and hurt those we love the most in pursuit of these addictions.
0: Uh, Tali, aren't these temptations just a part of human nature?
1: Well, yes, my astute Rami. Judaism has a healthy understanding that within each of us is a yetzer hara, an evil inclination. And a Yetzer Hatov, an inclination
0: for goodness. Then the problem is
1: The problem, my astute Rami, is that the current ritual practice fails miserably in helping us to take responsibility for bowing to temptations as we bow to idols. The current ritual doesn't help us get back on track.
0: Well remind me, Tali, what is the current ritual?
1: Well, let me read it to you. I just happen to have a draft of a book that has the working title Vaikra. The Greeks already got wind of it. They want to call it Leviticus, which Aaron and his sons will be thrilled with. Anyway, here it is, directly from the draft. Aaron, the high priest, shall take a he-goat and let him stand before God at the tent of meeting. Aaron will designate this goat for God as a sacrifice for God. Aaron will then slaughter the goat, and through this goat, will offer repentance for himself and
0: all the Israelites. In all due respect, Tali, what's wrong with this ritual? It seems pretty easy, an easy way to clean the slate at the beginning of each year. Well, look around, Rami. Does this
1: ritual really look like it's changing people's behavior? I see more and more people within my own family, my friends, news reports I've read chiseled on tablets each week, of great (laughs) sadness, broken homes, suicides, low sense of self-esteem, no support to unshackle themselves from addictions that become diseases. Quite honestly, Rami, I too am struggling and desperately looking for a way to make a change in my life, to return to my best self. I'm just at a loss.
0: Well, I must say, Tali, you've opened my eyes and challenged me to, to step forward with a courageous, creative voice I never knew existed. You say this book, Vaikra, is a draft. Well. What if we honor the familiar ritual of Aaron sacrificing a goat for himself and the rest of the Israelites while inserting a new ritual side by side? Something like this. Aaron shall take two he goats and let them stand before God at the tent of meaning and he shall place lots upon the two goats, one designated for God and one designated for the demon, Azazel. Aaron will then slaughter the goat designated for God and through this goat will offer repentance for himself and all the Israelites. The other goat designated for the demon, Azazel, shall be left standing alive before God to make repentance with it and send it off into the wilderness. Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat and confess over it all the sins of the Israelites, putting them on the head of the goat. And then it shall be sent off to the wilderness, led led by the hand of a man or the hand of a woman, ready to take that step into the wilderness. Thus the goat shall carry on it all the sins to an inaccessible region and the goat shall be set free in the wilderness. So Tali, forgive me if this seems offensive in any way to the traditional ritual, which I know provides great comfort for so many. It's predictable after all and really doesn't make anyone Uncomfortable. Is this new ritual sacrilegious?
1: Well, quite honestly, Rami, you've created a ritual I didn't even think was possible for a person of faith. A ritual that respects the role of healthy religious leaders, institutions, and a higher power in our life, however we experience it, while not being a substitute for our own agency and hard work. This verse, Rami, will save people's lives giving them the courage to go to that place that always seemed inaccessible, to meet their demons head on, to discover that those demons never meant them harm. I'm ready to take the goat by my hand, ready to take a step into the wilderness. By the way, I have connections to the publisher of the book. We should just work on a little marketing plan to get this out there.
0: As the Jewish people have protected and cherished Torah in each generation, so does the ever-evolving divinely inspired words of Torah continue to sustain our lives today. As Yom HaShoah fades in the sunset, we remember those who perish stripped of everything but their sweet souls and the sacred words of Torah that live through us today. With Yom Hazikaron and Yom Ha'atzma'ut approaching next week, we prepare to honor those who have given their lives for the modern state of Israel that is created around this book of Torah, a homeland for any Jew around the world, a spiritual home, For all Jews and citizens of all faiths, living the sacred words of Torah that continue to be the key to our survival and an inspiration for all people seeking hope, light, love, and peace. Shabbat Shalom.